0: Hey, I'm Jim Sear. And I'm Jocelyn Yuan.
1: And you are listening to the Avoiding Chores Podcast.
0: Where it's E.T. phone home time in 1982.
1: Ah, oh, Jocelyn, that is correct, sir. We are doing a whole series of reminiscing back in the 80s. Go back the few episodes, folks. Because we start. We did the whole intro and then we're up to 1982 in this episode. Uh, At first, we were like, I can't really remember too much. But then we're going down the list. And you know what? 82 was a
0: huge year
1: for both of us.
0: Well, listen, E.T. was the big movie smash of the year. And ironically, I never saw it until I was well into my 30s.
1: I saw it when it came out. However, I went to see at the local theater, which had the French dubbed version. So I didn't see the original English version until a few years ago, actually.
0: Wow, yeah, it's uh, it was such a big thing. I mean, it, it, it even now, I you know, I started by saying E.T. phone home. Even for people who weren't born in 82, they know that that sentence is significant and, and comes from that movie. It's, it's incredible how it became ingrained in our psyche.
1: And it, it kind of holds up. It's one of those odd Steven Spielberg movies. Same thing, same era as Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You know, good, but. Eh, I, you know, you're watching it now and it's like, mm, little. I don't know.
0: Well, it it shows it shows its age of course. It's funny you mentioned close encounters of the third kind. I just behind where I live there's a school, you know, you've been here. Yeah. And there uh, the bell from that school is actually the tone that was emitted by that spaceship in close encounters. Really? It's hilarious and really? I guarantee you that not a single one of these kids knows what's going on. No,
1: no, probably not probably
0: not. For hey, sure. you know what?
1: Uh, well, they would—they would probably know the top song of nineteen eighty-two, which was "I Love Rock and Roll" by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts.
0: Oh wow, that was—you still hear that played all the time. It, mm. uh, you know, on on classic rock stations, or you're just you know wandering through a mall and suddenly that song comes on.
1: Well, I'll try to name any other Joan Jett song after that.
0: You can't. Uh nope, nope. Yeah, I, you, you know, forget yeah, it.
1: Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. So. there there was other big hits uh, you know during that time Paul McCartney's TV Wonder Ebony and Ivory I I th- I think that was such a bad song but it was uh, it was big and I think 82 was really the start of that you know kind of el- electronic you know sound that was really that really became the characteristic of the 80- of the 80s in general and with a big song like "Don't You Want Me" by Human League.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right, and that was like they did like this huge video production too. They did it on film and all that stuff. I mean, that was really a wave. And, and I think uh, we we started listening to this new podcast. Well, I started listening to. It. I, I I brought you on to. It. It's called Hit Parade.
0: Yes, yeah, great uh, podcast.
1: Chris Malani, he does like he does chart analysis. He went through this nineteen uh, eighties. Uh, Human League uh, thing. He did a great background, of course. I can't remember any of it, but uh, Human League was definitely that band that really started that trend on the charts for for what we we're listening to in radio.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and it's another song, uh, "Don't You Want Me," that that you actually hear from time to time on the radio. So so it 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 has stood the test of time. A lot of people say that the '80s were a bad decade for music. I I, I don't agree. I think. Uh, as we see with a lot of things being influenced by the 80s today, I think it had a lot of staying power, and we're still talking about them and and listening to some of that music uh, all the time.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I just want to get back to... You know, uh, you're talking about stuff that, that stood the test of time, or things that are reoccurring. We just went through Halloween not too long ago here, and you're looking at the type of movies, there, the 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 horror movies or the little scary movies. A lot of it has to pull from Poltergeist, which was also released in '82.
0: Oh wow, Poltergeist! Yeah, it's uh, it, that was the decade. Obviously, you and I, and, and we did a podcast on this. Uh, and if you want to listen to this one, folks, you can go in into the archives and listen to it. But we did a, a podcast on horror movies and the fact that it, the horror movies in general, it's kind of a, a teenager thing, and and you then kind of you know go away from them in when you become an adult. And we were both teenagers in the '80s, and all those. Horror movies, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and Poltergeist and Amityville Horror and those things that came out in the eighties. Yeah, that that was our that was our horror movie oh. era.
1: Oh, and I think they're redoing Poltergeist too. I don't know. I, well, they're redoing everything nowadays. But yeah, that's. I, true. I, I, but that is one movie that you don't see that often or see it replayed is Poltergeist. You don't see it that much, that often.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh,
1: another classic one I know. But movies is always a big chunk of these uh, these podcast episodes because you think about it; these movies have been around for a while. Another one was John Carpenter's The Thing with Kurt Russell.
0: Oh, really? The Thing. Jeez. That's right. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, TV programs are also a big thing. Magnum PI was big in '82. Hill Street Blues, Night Rider. Oh yeah. Huh? With Kit wow. the car.
1: Kit. Uh in our household it was Magnum on Thursday nights and then it was Simon and Simon. And then <laughs> and then on I believe it was Tuesday nights was Hill Street Blues on Tuesday nights.
0: Oh wow. Isn't that crazy? So, yeah. hey, one thing I remember and and this uh, this made made the news big in, in eighty two and I think we're still feeling the effects today is that so, I think seven people died in Chicago when they uh, they consumed some Tylenol capsules that were yes. that were laced with cyanide. That's and, right. Yeah, and to this day, those darn pill bottles that we buy are hard to open because that's when they started sealing them.
1: Oh, and they're sealed tight and. Uh, I don't know if you notice when you buy a bottle of ketchup they give you a little helper tab to try to pull now it's not I know it's not the same as medicine but it's the same concept these these vacuum sealed foil cap things covers they're unbelievable once, once you get past the the cover you got to get through this this foil thing it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy
0: unbelievable it is absolutely horrendous to open and a source of constant frustration wow. <laughs>
1: Uh, but since we're on the, the, the Tylenol, uh that that Tylenol uh scare there, we might as well segue into some uh, some uh, celebrity deaths. Uh, John Belushi, heroin and cocaine overdose. In oh,
0: wow! The Blues Brothers.
1: That's right. Yeah,
0: saw it once. Yeah, yeah. Just but, just once. But I mean, I I I was starting to to really become aware of of late night tv at the time and and obviously he was uh, i think he started on SCTV right in in uh, canada
1: uh, either either very briefly or not long enough to to, to notice Yeah but, I'm they, not but sure. maybe but I'm then wrong. he went right. but he, well he did go to saturday night
0: live yeah exactly well did, right? that's and that's where we all discovered but, him. but I, th- I
1: think i think he started at second city like oh yeah the, i think you're right where yeah. everybody else did back back yeah. in that back back in that day so yeah yeah uh, Randy Rhodes, the guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne. He died when uh, playing Crash.
0: Huge. Man, oh man. I was such a big fan of metal back then and, and Ozzy Osbourne, you know, Bark at the Moon. And uh, yeah, Randy Rhodes was unbelievable. What, what a talent that was lost yeah. then.
1: And of course, we can't talk about music. I know we've been talking a little bit about music here on this episode, but Michael Jackson's Thriller debuted in uh, 1982.
0: Yeah, and you know, the, with with MTV that had debuted the year before, that was just, you know, a revolution. And people were, I remember, people were waiting for the launch of that video, just waiting, glued to MTV, just waiting for it to come on. Wow. Crazy, wow. isn't it? Wow. Yeah, in, in uh, more international things, or, you know, the, uh, the Falklands War happened, uh, I remember that. You know, it was kind of the first war that that broke out that I was really aware of with the UK and, and Argentina. Mm-hmm. That was that was kind of weird.
1: Uh, you know, the other thing that was weird is buying videotapes of Jane Fonda doing workouts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and hey hey, I mean that was it, it was the start of technology. You know of of. Technology that you could buy that was affordable—that that was the start of it. I mean, the CD debuted that year.
1: Yeah, well, and you think about, yeah, you know, I'm making fun of the, you know, the the VCR tapes, but a lot of people made a lot of money doing all sorts of VCR tapes. They still do it now with DVDs. Now, now it's streaming, subscription off websites, off your phones. There's, you know, the, anybody can provide their goods or service on tape or on a media and people will buy it i mean that's kind of what i was getting trying to get around to but it's just funny jane fauna was really think about it the first one that really popularized that
0: yeah no no question and uh you know just uh That kind of entertainment, which leads me to another thing that launched in 82, which is the Weather Channel. Think about it. Back then, it was people thought this was doomed (laughs) to talk about the weather 24 hours a day. That that was just a foreign concept back then. We we can't imagine now not having access to the Weather Channel.
1: Uh, Not only that, we can't have a conversation without talking about the weather.
0: Uh, which we just did. But um boom.
1: Now, uh, either uh, Weather Network or AccuWeather, uh, they were in the news recently. They were, I think they wanted to, they wanted to do something with the National uh, Weather Service there. I can't remember, but um, they're, they're still in the news. Yeah, no.
0: Hey, listen, in the world of iPhones and texting today... The smileys were first used in 1982, which we now called emoticons or emojis. But smileys were first used in an email back in 1982, and we still use them today.
1: Oh, my lord! Oh, my
0: lord! Yeah, you know, Time jo- flies.
1: oh, well, let's let's try to cap this off here. you talked about the human league, uh, don't you want me? Some other big songs from 1982, survivor. Eye of the Tiger.
0: Oh wow! Yes, indeed. John
1: Cougar, Jack, and Diane.
0: Ha! Was he John Cougar? Yeah, he was John Cougar. Yeah, yeah, then, Cougar. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Not he, the Melon, the melon camp. camp hadn't appeared yet.
1: No. And Minute Work. Who can it be now?
0: Ah, oh, that was that was great. Yeah, yeah, from Down Under, right?
1: Oh yeah, and uh, Tony Basil, uh, Mickey.
0: Oh God! Really? Must we? Must we?
1: (laughs) You know what? I'll, I'll I'll just stop it there for now. I'll just stop it there. You know what, folks? If you enjoyed this podcast episode, make sure you leave a rating or review on Apple, on Stitcher, on Google Play. We're doing a whole series. Next episode is 1983. Uh, You can also follow us on social media. Just go on Facebook, search for Avoiding Chores, and you'll find the page here. Or you can go to the website, and this is where you'll find all the stuff, including the past episodes, on AvoidingChores.com.